Hey, it's Jason Waters with Cashflow. Welcome to the show. Today with us, I have Tom Rocca. Welcome, Tom. Hey, thanks for having me, Jason. I appreciate it. Uh, Tom, I've been friends a long time and wanted to bring him on because he's kind of a guru of all things franchise, um, along with business operational experience. And I don't know, he could really just replace me on my show. So <laughs> this was dangerous, but we're just going to dive right in. So Tom, first of all, I always like to you know get a little bit of background on on the guest. So tell us a little bit about you and you know how you came to be doing what you're doing. Well, thanks for asking and thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, being an ex-podcast radio guy, it's nice to be kind of back, to be honest <laughs> with you. I found myself a little quiet studio here and I'm talking to you all of a sudden. So uh, Jason, thank you. And I appreciate our friendship to the back and all the things you and I've done. But uh, franchise consulting has been something that has been keeping us extremely busy, been doing it for many years. Um, I'm somewhat known as the operational side of the business. My partner, Robert Stidham, is the financial side of the business and also a person who's been very, very prominent over the last 35 plus years. I've been a guy who's been 35 plus years in operations, contact center, customer service, and so on. Uh, we kind of formed forces a uh, handful of years ago with Summa Franchise Consulting. And uh, we've been doing a lot of work. And uh, just to just give you a little distinction about franchising, sometimes we're focused on what the franchisor is doing, which is, could be the brand or the marquee mark. And then you have the franchisees, which is the breakdowns of all that, which could be the actual uh, folks that are actually, it could be someone who's just retired or someone, in this case, with uh, some of the things that are happening with uh, the market out there now could actually shift their business and said, you know what, I'm going to go do something else and actually buy a franchise company from a franchise brand and start to be in the business. And as you can imagine, some of those folks don't have that experience. So uh, as a consultant, it's kind of fun going in and Robert may, may uh, bring in an account that has, has some problems on their paper, problems with the bank. Um, I'm sh have you ever heard before, Jason, anything called the C CRO? Which is kind of <laughs> It's the C chief, uh, chief restructuring officer. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so we're brought in in bank, uh, um, bankrupt situations as well, where I'll actually be a part of the CRO team, and we'll actually go in. Robert will be with me, and we'll actually work with a, a brand or a franchisor that is actually going through bankruptcy and has to deal with all the locations, may it be corporate stores or may it be the franchise stores, um, and actually spend time with each one of the folks out there to get them through a, a rough period of time. Or, as you know, Jason, sometimes a bank brings us in sure. and they actually form a CRO team that actually has to go in to help the franchisor to kind of take care of that. Mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know the difference between the two, franchisor is the person who is kind of like your five guys, your uh, the larger firms out there that are actually have a brand that actually is going to look for companies to have them a franchisee to kind of come in and pick up their brand. Good information. You know, I always want to make sure everyone has a good basic understanding of concepts because in many cases, like as you and I know from our work in the educational field, um, you know, we work with high school students and folks don't know what they don't, I mean, don't know what a franchise is or franchise or work franchisee. So thank you for explaining all that. For our um, folks out there that think they might want to go into franchising, not I mean, more as buying a franchise, I would say, than becoming a franchisor. I think we can touch on that. But um, how, how do I decide what I should do or should I do it? And, you know, what's kind of the thought process for someone that wants to be an entrepreneur but doesn't know how? Yeah, and it's funny. Uh, 
I'll tell you what, I will bounce back for two seconds. Yeah. If they wanted to become, I work with folks, as you can imagine, Jason, that have uh, maybe they've tried three different restaurants within a regional area and said, you know what, we want to take this thing, package it, and take it across the country. Sure. Well, that's that franchisor comment you made. So I want them, our folks to hear that a little bit because that way they, they'll give a good distinction on what that is. Okay. Um, now, in fact, we have a company locally there in Kennesaw that actually uh, has created, you might see them at some of the sporting events, they've created a, a photo concept where you, you can kind of uh, do, basically be a photo company. And they're actually from Kennesaw, Marietta area. Okay. And uh, they actually have come to us and they want to actually get photographers to join this new thing that they put together. And now they're looking for folks to franchise into it. So that leads to your second piece. Right. Where now you want to, now you have a person out there who's a, uh, uh, someone like myself or you or your, your, you and your wife kind of looking for a, a comment of saying, you know, let's start a business. Let's do yeah. something. Um, let's see what we want to do as we're now, you know, 50 years old, 60 years old, and maybe getting toward retirement. We have some funds. Let's get ourselves involved into something else and diversify our lives. And um, that's because we all need more to do, right? We all need more to do. But, you know, some people <laughs> do, Jason, as you know, not only as we put our listeners here to um, be entrepreneurial, yeah. but some folks also look at it as something to hand down it to their next generation. Sure, sure. So if you get the right type of business, maybe um, some folks will just give a grant or money or, or, uh, or so on. The other folks will actually hand down, hand off a business. Mm -hmm. And it could be actually free Kentucky Fried Chickens, or it could be uh, a number of different things like this. So I don't want to just stick in food and restaurants. I do this with senior citizen homes. We do this with uh, companies that are, uh, right now I'm working with someone who's got de a dentistry going on right now, and they want to develop a franchise to offer to dentists to come in that need a little bit more foundation. And they actually come in and grab a franchise brand concept that they can bring in to strengthen their system. Okay. And that's some of the things we do as well. So the answer to the question is, yes, a lot of folks nowadays are looking for that way to diversify, to leave inheritance, to do a number of different things, and they start getting involved into something else. Right. And it could be a passion. Maybe you, it could be also a charity. We have yeah. also folks that are doing some nonprofit concept because that can also be done the same way. Sure. Uh, and it could be something from the heart or something, uh, you know, that, that actually means a lot to them. Okay, good. Yeah. So uh, from your experience, what, okay, so let's flip it. Let's talk about the franchisor model. Like okay. What kind of company is good to become, I mean, when do you say franchise, franchising my business is the route I should go? Here's how I look at it. And it's, it's such perfect timing because I just went through one of these. Uh, we had a gentleman in New Orleans, has eight restaurants that have been very successful. He sat back and said, listen, I finally have my eight working in unison. We now have SOPs and process. For those who know what SOPs are, they're standard operating procedures mm -hmm. and processes in place to take this thing and now actually set it into a canister and take it to an, for, make it into an opportunity for someone else to take. Now, this, Jason, this is the part you're going to like since you've got the financial background. They also have the model set up financially where if you follow the process properly, you will be in the black. If you fray from it, Jason, right, you will mm -hmm. fall into the red. And that could be a number of different things because when you're working with multiples, especially when it comes to food, I can come up with a national contract with US Foods or Cisco. 
-hmm. and so on. So you start to improve your efficiencies that way. Then you could take that model and expand out. And that could be going into different cities. And the other thing that Robert and I do is a lot of work around international franchising. So now all of a sudden we have someone that actually has made it in the United States and wants to take it to Europe, may it be China and some other areas in the world. So to answer that franchise or question you just said to me and and kind of summarize it is once you feel that you actually can get your hands around it, you've got a process, it's developing uh, the different pieces of time when it actually takes the piece where it actually, you start to solidify every one of those pieces, including financials and operations, and you can even roll out within real estate. You Because if you think about it, if you do three or four places, you actually can say, wow, this is actually franchisable. Right. And uh, you can take that model and actually drive it home and someone can actually purchase it. Now it becomes a tangible with a positive financial asset that you can actually sell. Yeah. Tom, that's great advice. And I know we're running low on time. I just want to add a couple things to that. As you and I were talking prior to the show, you know, there are folks that know pieces of business. They might know marketing. They might be really good. They might be good at operator. They might be good at finance. And I think bringing someone like Tom in or, or professional from an operation standpoint, accounting, marketing, I think one of the things I always preach to entrepreneurs, you, you got to understand what you don't know more than what you do know, because that's where you really get hurt. Like you focus on your strengths and you get people to spill in where your weaknesses are. And I think y'all do a great job of that. So thank you. And I appreciate you bringing up the marketing piece too, because when you get down to it, as much as Robert does the finances, I do the operations and the leave behind. We have a young lady, Chrissy, who works with us as well, who was really has not only marketing pegged and branding pegged, but she also does that third thing nowadays for us and the new millennials in the marketplace who are deciding to do this, which is that, social media, social media. really understanding how to push things through the, I call it the digital, the digital world. The digital yeah, you got to get it out there. Yes. Well, thanks, Tom. How can folks reach you? Um, actually, the best way to do it is you can go to our website called uh, Summa Finance. See, SummaFranchising.com is the best way to go. Okay. And then uh, my number is, I'm going to throw the number up on the line. Why not? It's because it's good old Atlanta number, 770-778-1070. And I'm okay. right in the Kennesaw, Marietta, Marietta area. And I actually uh, kind of, uh, my corporate headquarters are actually in Atlanta. But I have offices in Arizona, Irvine, California, and Denver. So that keeps me kind of moving around across the United States. But we do a lot of financial work and uh, operations work in, in, uh, through Indy International. We have, uh, do work out of Dubai and London as well. Great. If you ever need yeah. somebody to go on a trip with you, just call me. All right. Until next time, until next time, uh, stay safe, stay well, go make some money. You can reach me online at financejw.com or social media hashtag cashflow. Take care.